looking here now at the, at the so we had the Neeson there giving us the background to it and now I've bumped into Mick Keogh or as he would be known up the Ottawa Valley as Mick Kehoe um, Mick, uh, thanks a million for agreeing to, to right. tell us a little bit about what we're in the weaving room yes. is that right? Yeah, that's in the weaving room is and I'm looking at machinery that is kind of, it has threads uh, going through machines yeah, this is what you call the warping frame right. this is where you set your pattern up alright so um, what happens is you get your, your planner from the office to tell you how many of each colour you want it could be a hundred of one colour and twenty of another, fifty of another. So once you get all your counts up like we're doing down now at the moment, is you pull them through. Yeah. They go around the big swift at the front. Yeah. Now you can only put your warp on in sections. You can't right. put on the big row. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Which I tried to see the, the big spool on the flower. Yeah. That's the warp. But you can't put the handle at one time. You have to run on this frame here in the front in sections. Right. To get your wee on average around 8 inches in width so if somebody wanted um, be a uh, pattern on a piece of material like a crest or a, a club logo stuff like that this is where all this kind of threads are everything cal- uh, calculated here and, and built this is the main machine in here then. So yeah the very most important machine without this the place to run it off right, right. You know, you'd have to go back to the old way of doing it by hand which would Take hours and hours, hours and hours, hours and 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 in and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and and from here where does it go? It goes when you get around the big swift here first, yep. it goes around the spool at the back. Yep. You set the spool up at the back here. Yep. You set your spool up from here. Yeah. And all your threads that you have on here, you're 80 inches in width, 1,000 metres in length, goes on to the spool here. Yeah. Once you get onto the spool, it either goes sitting on the floor or goes into the. So lone. in a spool, and what we're looking at here on a spool it's a is a literally like that. It's your warp. It's what it says. It's yeah, a it's spool. It's a spool of thread or, or your warp, which is the name, what, what you call it. Yeah. Now, once it goes into the looms, you put all your different colours across it. Okay. You know, it's whatever you're making, or this, in this case, this is a, a lamb wool, some a lamb wool trowels. Right. You know, something you use on your couch, maybe, or on your bed, or some women use them as a shawl. Yeah, yeah. That type of thing, you know. So, um, the bra over painted looms. Yeah. See here. And then. And then the, the, we, the, the weave, weaving the weave, starts. The weaving starts. So you can go around the other side and do a weaving for you. Yeah. Let you see what the, what the, how it works. Are you stay on this side of here. Oh yeah. So no. No, the, the listeners haven't got to see this, but what we're seeing is, if, if, if we're looking at a, this would be a traditional loom. This would be the old, the old way. And so yeah. you have foot pedals. Pe- foot pedals down the bottom. And they no. control the, the shaft, the shaft yes. up here. Yeah. Up here. Right. Now, for different patterns down at the bottom, right? Yeah. You have to use four pedals. Okay. So, if you want to do, say, a herringbone design. Yeah. Or a twill design. Yeah. Or a small check. You have to use four pedals down here. The bottom. Okay. So uh, then you put your you put your uh, shuttle in. This is called a shuttle. Yeah. And this is the bobbin. The yeah. shuttle and the bobbin. Right. Now, Mick, I'm looking here as well, and I'm seeing that what you're 
creating is, is square patterned. Yeah. So uh, mohair, mohair. Okay, but when it comes to the actual measurements of each square, right? You have to tell you you have to measure. I measure the string. Okay. Yeah, but you don't always measure because you actually get very good with your eye looking down at yeah. you. Know? You can actually tell. Over time. over time, you know, I'm, I'm 42 years old this year, so right. it's a long time. So, so you, would uh, you would literally know if you it was you one thread you would out of a square. You would, yeah. And uh, if you're doing very small checks, you actually, you actually count, you should be going back and forward. Right. You know, so... Uh, now, you've seen it, you're 42 years at it, yeah. and you're dealing with colours and you're dealing with light. Does it get hard in the eyes? It does. It gets very hard in your eyes. And um, would it get harder on the eyes? Like I'm looking at the next loom over there and I see yeah. bright blue, pink, a green, a purple. You know, they're bright colours, but I'm looking yeah. at here are yeah. softer colours, more, more pastel. Still, yeah. Some colours are actually much harder on your eyes than others. Right. You know, but when you're at Mandy, any length of time, anyway, like I am, your eyes do get bad. So when I'm looking up very close now, say, reading the paper or something like that, I'd have to have glasses. Yeah. Reading glasses, you know. Right. But um, looking down at this from here now in Grant, so I, I can see it's no problem, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like you'd never yeah. get dizzy looking. Oh, not at all, no. Nobody yeah. you know, no. And uh, like, you'd never forget about it. Uh, if you were away for a while, you'd never forget. you come back in this. It's a, you just pick it up straight away, you know. No, the yeah. other thing is the, the shuttle, the shuttle, shuttle yeah. has white thread in it. Uh, this time, no, it's got, it's got a dull one this time. Okay. Okay, right. well, so that's one shuttle. That's one shuttle. Well, there's more than one shuttle. But I uh, can only use uh, one shuttle at a time. You can actually use two if you want to, like, you know. But right. Uh, it, there isn't much point in this one because it leaves a bad selvage, if, if you know what I mean. Right. So. You see, it has to go between the threads. Yeah. Okay, so now the shuttle on this one. So when you get to the next set of squares, you will change, it, you change it'll be a different shuttle as well. Different okay, shuttle, different shuttle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See down here at the bottom now. I was telling you about the pedals. Yeah. The pedals are controlled in the shaft to let the shuttle go through. Yes. You see. So now I we'll press the pedal down. Watch, watch that thread down. It's hard to see better. Yeah. See. The way it catches it. Yeah. Then in the home at home. Yeah. See. And then it's a rhythm again, it's not strength, you know. So, make sense. You're now pulling put the hand, what they call the handball. So, beating the thread home. A bit like the studs on a, a, on a wheel, there's a torque. Exactly, yeah. And exactly, again, yeah. that's experience, yeah. you that's know experience. the torque. Because yeah. if you were to yeah. pull too tight, yeah. you put too many threads to an inch. Or if you pull and too loose, you wouldn't pull enough. So, yeah. your torque has to be the precise. Well, Red, it, that comes with experience. Again, like, you know yeah. what I mean? With yeah. experience, yeah. About weaving for so long. Right. You know, I don't have to think about it anymore. No, I, I can hop in and I can hum a song to myself, and you know, I mean, I don't have to think about it. And you'd be humming with the beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, how long would it take a an apprentice to get to a point where the, um, you you'd be comfortable to leave them alone? You, it, it can take some time to, to, to even throw the shuttle is the easy part. Yes. There. It's the drawing in of the threads. Yes, you know, that is actually the hardest part. So, 
there's so many different patterns that it's actually going to take about three years to learn all the different patterns you know right. you're, not going to, you're not going to learn them in a day um, again on your spool at the back yeah it depends on how many threads are on your spool right in some cases in this one it's, it's actually only four, four threads on the spool okay but in some cases there can be three and a half thousand threads on the spool you know with a very fine thread yeah so you can have three and a half thousand threads on your spool at the back so it takes hours and hours to come up you know okay but, um, so I see a name over there yes going back to, uh, I see more name this, this, this would be um, the manufacturer loans a bit of that would have been in England yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, yeah. when you say going back how old is this machine to think parts of it will be 100 years old these parts here will be 100 years old yeah this part was only only um, the frame itself was only made about 39 years ago that all that's all that's the yeah. frame was made yeah so yeah. a family in County Kilkenny called Cahill yeah made uh, made the, the frame it long but these are very altered now the other thing I noticed with your foot pedals that the way they're connected up to tied up tied up to the shaft yeah it's yeah. just with string um, uh, well, well, well strings the strings they're, they're tied with strings tied with strings yeah 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 you can see them down here look yeah see all tied with strings yeah so certain again making different patterns it's how you draw them into the shafts as well like you know yeah. what I mean in mohair it just goes one, two, three, four, the whole way across. Right. If you're doing a harem bone design, let's go maybe one, two, three, four for 12 threads. So you start off here, right? Yeah. But on your second, your second 12 thread, you'd actually count this as one. Okay. You wouldn't count this one as one, you'd count this one. And you finish up here at four. Okay. So you keep reversing them around until you get your harem bone design, you know, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so there's a massive amount of work involved. Huge in amount. Huge, huge amount. amount. Yeah. Uh, in a modern mill, all this stuff is 100% automated. In a modern mill, it would be, yeah. In a modern, yeah. But the reason that they keep the two hand on here is because they get so many tourists coming in now yeah, yeah. in the, the summer. And uh, the tourists actually come to see the old way of weaving. Naturally. You know, not the new way of weaving, you know. Naturally. They want to see the old way, the way it was made, you know. Yeah. So it's... Um, so, you know, would you get... You get a lot of tourists coming through oh and... Oh, you would do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of tourists. Yeah. You get thousands coming through here in the summer, right. you know. Yeah. yeah. And, and as we said up earlier on, you know, you're only about a half an hour south of Dublin on the, the main yeah. Wexford yeah. Road. That's right, yeah. yeah. You yeah. get off at the Red Cross exit. That's right, and, yeah. And yeah. you yeah. find it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. after... So this, then, is the end product. I know no, no, no. This not is not finished. Not. This has to be brushed when it's taken out alone. Okay. The small hair for the brush to give it that fluffy effect. Okay. That's how you get your fluffy effect in, you know. Yeah. It's like a, a massive big machine, like a wire brush that goes back and forth. Or okay. Breaking up all these little loops in the thread. So you get the, the fluffiness coming out of it, you know. And yeah. then there's edgings put on some of these, because I noticed uh, another machine that if you want a particular type of edging on something. Um, you can get what you call um, a fringing machine. Yes, fringing. Now, uh, down at the bottom, you'll be able to have a look down at the bottom. Um, when, I, when I'm making throwers, you have to make the size in the loan. Yeah. Which is 72 inches I'm making at the moment. Okay. So once you come to the end of your 72 inches, you leave a gap. Yeah. For a fringe. Yeah. So they can come out and they go into the finishing area. Okay. You know, so you'd have a 3 inch fringe on both sides to come across the centre. Okay. But in mohair, they don't. You know, the way you twist, twist the fringes sometimes in the mohair. Um, You'd be able to see that down at the bottom, there's what you call a fringing machine. Right. And it twists, it twists the both ways, both twists into the selvage. So I'll show you that in a minute over on the, on the loom over here behind. Yeah. I'm over here and i show you So now, now if, from a custom manufacturing point of view, in modern 
machinery I guess someone can literally determine how wide they might want something to be whereas on the traditional loom you're saying what 72 inches would have been the this this, this would be uh, you can weave around 72 inches in this yeah so if someone now, was after that it would be a case of joining the next the next loom would be about um, the, the automatic looms we have here would be weave up to around 8 inches in right that's as far as to go now yeah. if you're doing back um, 30 years ago we had hand looms nearly half three dollars again okay so we used to do the king size bedspreads on oh yeah 120 yeah. inches wide on the one loom on the one loom yeah on the one yeah. loom yeah. yeah yeah and then they used to have to make um you would have to fringe in a loom for fringing right so they used to weave fringing about that week and they used to sew it onto the side of the bedspreads okay that's okay. how they got the fringing on yeah 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 what am I looking at up there? And it's a thing like um, pegs on it and nails in it. It is. Uh, that's up on top of the loom. Now, I was telling you about the old way of warping. Yeah. Well, you see this man on the wall here. Yeah. That's the old way of warping. Okay. So he used to have to hoist this in here. Yeah. And he'd have to run each thread individual in between all of those. Yeah. To get so you could put on so those folds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. All right. That's what you call it. Um, that was the, the old way going back hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah. That was the way it was running out. Uh, again, um, brushing. I was telling you about a machine. And um, if you're back in the olden day, the old days, the only way people had a brushing was the tissel. Well, that's how they done. There's no other way to make them brushes. Yeah. So they made them out of tissels. Right. And they used to brush it because the theory from now on had to be washed and brushed. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know. So uh, that's how they done it years ago. Huh. And, the, and the old, the old way of doing everything, like you know. And I see a variety of shuttles here that all have different, that's right, all um, different colours from winter to winter. Yeah. 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 So come on, I'm gonna try this this trowel we're telling you about here. So, well, you have 42 years of experience here. The, um, there was a period where the mill here was kind of non-operational. Uh, just before I came, actually. Just before you yeah, came. Just before yeah. I came. So, uh, would you be the longest person here now? Unfortunately, the longest and the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's what happens in the machine down below. You see the way the, the, the selvage is yeah. twisted? Well, the machine down the corner twist them, has to twist them both ways to put that twist into them. Right. So that's the herringbone design. Yes. And that's yeah. lamb gold. Right. Now yeah. when, when that's getting woven in the loam, it's very hard. So, because I have to wash it, there's a lot of oil in it, so I have to get the oil back out of it, you know. Yeah. And it comes back to its natural colour, its natural stuff. Yeah. Now the colours in that, if someone is, has... Uh, the um, I know with some colours, particularly wines, there's always a danger of them running. But the dyes that uh, have now, when you, when you say that a couple of years ago, back we did have that problem here. Yeah. Um, say if you put white and wine up, even black together, you throw into one of them. Yeah. But to change the dyes somehow or other, and we don't get that problem anymore. Right. But, so but about five years ago, back the war having the first problem with. Yeah. Because I know wine particularly was one right, that yeah, was yeah, a difficult did, one. Yeah. Too. When you say it, they did have that problem here, yeah. all right. Um, so, but something happened to change the dyes or something in the, in the what they were doing the thing in the spin, yeah. and that you don't have that problem anymore. Yeah, yeah. lucky enough, I suppose, you know, because they were getting fierce trouble with it at that time. Yeah. Now, the mohair was telling me about pushing. Yes. That's how the mohair would be finished. See? See, I'm able to do that by rubbing my arm on me. Yeah, it's a different, different, <laughs> a different feel <laughs> off it altogether. Yeah. 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 
So, so, so when you're sitting at the loom there, you know that your product could end up anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. It must be a great feeling at times, don't it? Yeah, I suppose it would be, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There's only one thing that I ever brought home to my own house, and that was the first bed for the mate. Right. I brought that home, and several years later, my sister and I came over from England, and uh, had to give it to her. She wouldn't <laughs> go back without it. <laughs> so I ended up, we, we wouldn't use a lot of stuff. My hair now is um, stuff that we wouldn't use for a little of a, you know, a common house or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what people actually use it for because Gans, then they They must just lay it and sit it on the bed That's or something like Gans, that. Gans, Gans. Or something like that, yeah. 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 But the, um, I noticed out in the front that there was a letter from the lady in waiting from one of the queens. Of the things that you've worked on, what would you say is the, the, that you knew you were working on something special? What would you say was, would stand out in your memory? Uh, bedspreads. For who? Uh, like for, for anyone in anyone in particular? Um, there would have been some... I, I, uh, at that, that time I think there was some made for something to do with um, the White House, I think, we made bedspreads. Right. Yeah, that time. And you'd have oh known where it was potentially going? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but we'd know straight away because we'd be told where the where uh, everything in the known is going, like you know, yeah. we'd be going to Japan, right, Germany. Uh, for example, if we take that one down, you know, yeah. that goes to a company in Walbush in Germany, right. So those colours, and they get thousands of measure every year. Okay. Right. And the same with lambs were nearly identical in colour. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, from your knowledge, then, where would you say is the biggest export to? What country takes more than anyone else would do that? It used to be America, but possibly could be England now. Yeah. Because to have John Lewis in England, you know, okay. John Lewis, all their yeah. big shops, yeah. they take a lot of stuff in here. Okay. But they, from now on, possibly back to America again because uh, I don't know whether the girls have explained to you that there's American companies bought all this place now. Okay. Yeah. Um, a company called um, Aramark. Aramark. But they were, yeah. they were into all the restaurants. Yes, yeah. right. But they've actually, they're actually taking this place over here now as well. Oh, okay. So at the end of the month. Okay. I think the end of the month the deal is to be, to be signed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be owned by, it's right. going to be owned by Americans. Right. Not Irish yeah. anymore. So, um, how long do you think do you see yourself sitting at the loan? Oh, I'll have to finish this year. And you're retired? You're going to retire? I'll be retired. I'll be retired now the 5th of December this year. That's that's my own M66. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's the longest in here and the oldest in here yeah, now. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm very lucky to have had been able to chat with you before you retired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's and uh, we're going to have to wrap up. Right. Um, and it's been fantastic. We've been chatting with Mick Kyo yeah, here at yeah. the Avoca Mills. And as we said at the beginning, we said it's got a half an hour south of Dublin on the Wexford Road. And it's in on the west, hand, uh, at the west of the road at the Red Cross exit. And it's an experience well worth taking the time to enjoy. Okay. Oh, Nick, thanks a million. No doubt about it. It's well worth visiting. It is indeed. Oh, it's, it's, you know, it's um, just come in here and look at the colours alone. It is. Obviously, really, you know. It, it is. Even if, I don't work here. Like, when, you, when you just come in there and walk around yourself and have a look at the colours. There's a warmth but about the place. Oh, there is, yeah. Of course, there's there's a richness as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Mick, thanks a million for yeah. taking the time. Well, I was over in your country and uh, going back about 10 years. About 10 years. Actually, been nearly 12 years ago. And uh, in Toronto. Okay. I travelled up around Ontario and Niagara Falls. Yeah. And my wife ended up in hospital over there for four days. She got very sick. Yeah. So, um, 
so what maybe, you, maybe when you retire you'll be so, back. So I won't go to less, come back anyway at the time, lucky enough for them. But I had the insurance covered us in the hospital yeah. and that place. Yeah. Yeah. But my wife actually died last year. She got, oh. That's when she found she had cancer. Okay. Her father okay. was in Canada. We were in okay. Canada. So right. She died a year ago in October. Mm-hmm. So, so know. do you think you'll come back? Oh, yes. Well, I'm actually um, looking at her. I'd like to go when it wouldn't be Canada. So I was, um, up the Rockies, I'd like to go. Yeah, you know, it's good. Like well, even as I say, if you do, when you you come up around Ontario, up around Ottawa, and yeah, yeah, you'll yeah, be bumping yeah. into the queues up there. Oh, very good. The, the, the keyholes. Key yeah. um, yeah. Ontario's lovely place to, to travel it's around. It's isn't it? beautiful because yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and Niagara Falls yeah. is impressive, and yeah. then up around the lakes and all. Very the impressive place. Very yeah. impressive place. Yeah. Yeah. Really is. It could take a long time traveling across the whole country. Well, we we traveled for two weeks, but she was in. She ended up in the hospital for four days. Yeah. yeah. And for the rest of the time we'd under travel and there was a German lady who uh, we travelled around with like you know, so uh but very nice though. Oh, there's no doubt I'll go back again. So definitely go back again. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe run into you over after a while. It could be arranged. <laughs> yeah. It could be arranged. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks yeah. a million, mate. You're very welcome. You're very welcome.